Hello, everybody. My name is Lee, and I am a reserve leader here at Itaewon campus. <clears throat> I had the pleasure with going uh, with a team to Isabel City in the Philippines. So I'll give you our team report and then follow that with my personal testimony. From February 7th to the 14th, our team was sent to minister to Isabel City on the island of Leyte. This was the island most devastated by Typhoon Haiyan this past November. Our primary contacts were Pastor Daniel and Pastor Jeremiah of Jesus' Flock Church. As the Word of God was preached in Isabel City, many received a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit, and this was accompanied by both physical healing and deep inner healing. The team also used VBS services to share the gospel and release joy. We reached 500 students through our ministry at two schools and street outreach. Of these, about 100 raised their hands to receive prayer for salvation. And we had fellowship time with local pastors who showed us the typhoon damage done to their church buildings and the rebuilding that has started. And we prayed blessing over these churches as they are being rebuilt on the cornerstone of Christ. Our home, our home base was Jesus' Flock Church, and the team deeply connected with the church members here. We listened to their stories, empathizing with their pain and rejoicing in the power of the Lord to overcome all attacks of the enemy. We also visited to Takloban, the city most heavily hit by the hurricane. And God divinely arranged for us to meet a lady who told us a firsthand account of the hurricane. And we then shared the gospel message with her, and she accepted Christ. So we were all excited to welcome our new sister into the family. Although physically there is widespread destruction, the joy of the Lord was unquenchable in the Philippines. And our team had the honor to see widespread reconciliation of the heart and the power of the Lord released. Let us all continue to sow into this amazing work that God is doing in this nation. And now for my personal testimony. I'd like to center my testimony around 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 13, which is actually the verse that all the missions teams uh, prepared for pre-missions. If I am supernaturally gifted but do not have love, what's the point? Life boils down to three things, faith, hope, love, but there is nothing without love. I shortened it into like a sentence, if you can, if I can paraphrase a little bit. During my trip to the Philippines, God taught me, Uh, about the concept of value and ultimately what is valuable in his eyes. And I think one thing we all value right now after missions is testimonies of the supernatural, right? We're all hungry for it. Um, And this was my expectation getting ready for the Philippines. It was my first missions trip, and I sought to witness God's unbelievable power right before my eyes. Uh, But this trip met and exceeded my expectations And God showed me uh, the true meaning of supernatural power through the immeasurable value of his love. Our trip to the Philippines was marked by the Holy Spirit's leading, as very little happened according to plan or schedule. But we always seemed to be in the right place at the right time. And God brought us to a specific remnant in Isabel City who have remained devoted uh, devoted in their love for God. And it was here that I learned really what it means to suffer well through trial and loss. This community excels in their faithfulness in prayer and unhampered celebration in the Lord. And God used our team to release inner healing in this community, displaying his heart that these sons and daughters are his precious treasures 
But God's treasures are not just limited to one community, and the Spirit led us quite unexpectedly to a hidden treasure much further away. On our first day in the Philippines, traveling to Isabel City, a woman named Bess uh, from Tacloban was highlighted to us, and she became our contact. And five days later, then we traveled to her home in Tacloban, which is the area most severely hit uh, by the typhoon. And as it rained that day, the city looked as though it had just been hit yesterday, by the, even though it was four months after the event. And our team sat around Bess in her new house, or different house, I should say, not new, as she explained her experience during and after the superstorm. Having endured six hours of the strongest typhoon winds ever recorded, uh, floodwaters several stories high, and some of the highest casualties, casualty rates in history, it was apparent that this community felt abandoned and of little worth. And after the storm, people looted buildings for food, Shoot to kill was the law for protecting property, and dead bodies were counted as debris unless they were identified by a family member. And within days, locals watched as from out of town, 16-wheel trucks rolled in to take out anything of value from the city, any electronics or furniture, and thus communicating to the survivors that they no longer carried significant value. But Bess remained positive and strong through the events by her own arbitrary faith and hope. But it became clear to us that she did not know the love of Jesus Christ. And so we shared the gospel message with Bess. By God's grace, she gladly accepted Christ as her Lord and Savior. But unexpectedly, across the room, we witnessed her father, a devout Catholic who was laying on his bed uh, with stage four lung cancer. And while she was praying, he also lifted up his hands up to the ceiling to receive Christ into his heart as his daughter was praying the sinner's prayer. So later on, our team went over to pray for Bess's father, Jose, for full healing and remission of his cancer. And he was quite weak, and he found it hard to breathe, and he also suffered pneumonia. So we interceded powerfully and prayed blessing over his life. And I wanted so badly for him to just sit up and declare strongly, my cancer is all gone. I am 100% healed. Uh, But something more spectacular happened. Jose, he sat up and his face was uh, scrunched up and he just began to cry and his lips were trembling with thankfulness. And he said to us, he said, in my 84 years of living, this is the first time that anyone has ever prayed for me. Thank you. I mean, how incredible is God's love that this man has endured his house, his money, his health, family members taken from him, and yet the most important and sufficient thing for him was this tangible revelation of God's love. And this man will be a testimony of life in an area devastated by death. And God showed how valuable the people of Tacloban are by pouring out his salvation and joy upon those whom society may see as the weakest and lowest. And people can witness miraculous healings and still walk away faithless. But being washed in the love of Christ is the real supernatural wonder. That while we were still dead in our sin and seemingly worthless, Christ showed us love by being put to death for us and then rising to life again. And experiencing that love allowed Jose to experience life for the first time in the face of death. 
and be overcome with joy and thankfulness. And as believers and even as people who are on their journey with God, let us not forget the power of Christ's love that gives us a life worth living. Thank you. God bless.